Okay, guys, we uh, we finished up in uh, towards the bottom of Yutetim and Aleph. I think we're at Amar Ula, if I'm not mistaken. Does that sound right? Okay. Amar Ula. Rabbi Rabbi Yochanan asked the following question. Now, remember, we're dealing with the case of the guy who's standing in the mikvah, and he's got one leg in the mikvah, and we said, good achit, that uh, the water that's on his body is viewed as though it was lowered into the mikvah. So even though he has um, reduced the shear of the mikvah to slightly less than 40 sa'ah, if his foot is still in the mikvah, the second guy can still be tovel in the mikvah bigot. The question is, they're asking, what if I want to put... Um, uh, needles or like in scenarios like small tubes on the first guy's head, okay, while he's got one foot in the mikvah. Imagine his wet hair or whatever. Good achit itle the good asik Does he hold that good achit meaning that we feed the water as though it lowers down into the mikvah? But good asik meaning that we feed the water as if it rises up. We would not say that, and therefore you can't put a, like a needle in your hair to be counted as being in the mikvah when you got one foot in the mikvah. Or maybe he said even Gadasik, and therefore uh, that would be a valid form of Tvilan. Look, obviously you couldn't do like a pot that way because a pot doesn't fit inside your hair. But a little needle could fit inside your hair, so that could work. That could work. So I'm relate and he do. He said, look, it's actually in a, uh, we taught it in a Tosefta. In the following case, Shalosh Gamamiyot Banachal. Uh, you have three depressions in a stream. It lays it out. You have the upper one, the lower one, and the middle one. When we say upper and lower, we mean the stream is on an incline. Right? So you have one up here, one down here, one in the middle. Okay. Both the bottom and the top one each have 20 sa'a in that, let's say, like the depression, right? The hole, let's say. Then the middle one has an actually full 40 sa'a of water, which would be a kosher mikvah by itself. The chardalit shall gishamim over and you have this little. Remember, you had the word chardalit, a little like trickle or stream, small stream of uh, of rainwater passing between all three of them. So the question would be: to be tovel in the middle one for sure, you'd be allowed to. That's a mikvah. But could be could be tovel on the bottom one, presumably also you'd be allowed to, because it's true you have the twenty sa'ad there, and it's connected through the stream to the upper ones. So we say good achit, it goes down. The question is, can you do it? Can you be told on the upper one, which isn't receiving any rainwater or any water from the other ones? Uh, it's just a question there. So that's the question is here. So it says, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yehuda said, Meir haya Omer matbil ba'al yonah. So he says, Meir would say that you can be tovel even in the upper one, even in the upper one. Okay, so it sounds like Rabbi Yehuda agrees with Rabbi Meir doesn't disagree with him there. So that sounds like wow. So you can you, maybe that, that seems to imply that you can also put the machat in the head of the guy. Whereas it's not so fast. We had Tanya, but we learned in the Brayta, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, same Rabbi that says Meir Haya Omer Matbil Ben Yonah. Yes, Meir said you can be be told in the upper one. Vaani Omer Betachtuna Below Ben Yonah. But I say you can only be told on the bottom one, not the upper one. So I would only hope by good achit, not good asik. So it seems to be a little bit of a contradiction. The Gemara says, I'm relate. Tanya, Tanya says, well, I guess if it's taught, it's taught. What are you going to do? So I guess you wouldn't be allowed to do it. But uh, we thought we had a chance at us saying they would work. From the first one, I guess you'd have to say that Rabbi Huda, even if he doesn't explicitly disagree with Rabbi Meir in that first Tosefta, Breita, uh, I guess, you know, he would, he's just quoting Rabbi Meir afterwards anyways. I guess it doesn't uh, really want to work. Okay. So that's, uh, that's that issue. Um, all right. Uh, the Gemara now says in the next piece of the mission was Remember, we've been talking about this idea that when you're going to mikvah, you have to have kavanah for one thing, 
and you're only as good as the thing you had kavana for, not for the thing of a higher with a higher standard. So Gemara says, Mami Matnitin. So who's the opinion in the Mishnah that reflects this idea? We have all these distinctions. Gemara says, Rabbanani. This is the Rabbanan. The Shani Lahu bin Chulun Because they make the distinction between Chulun and Maser, meaning that the standard you have to have for, for Maser is a higher standard than that which you have for Chulun. And so that seems to be the same thing here. The Mishnah seems to also be implying that. Mar says, Amos Seifa. Yeah, but take a look at the Seifa of the Mishnah. It says, Big day Amha Agretz Medres Le Perushin. Big day Perushin Medres Le Truma. Remember, we had this idea that the clothing also of the different people with different standards of behavior with regards to the laws of Tuma and Tara affects the people. So, for example, the, the clothing of the Ameha Agretz, who is not usually not so careful with the laws of Tuma and Tara, to, uh, Tuma and Tara are a Medres, right? They are considered to be Tame because of their trampling on those clothing for the Purushim, the Purushim who uh, are much more meticulous. But similarly, the big day Purushim are measures for those who eat truma. Okay, so that's a higher level than even what the Purushim normally do. So, uh, and that's a tan, the Rabbi Meir, but that seems to follow Rabbi Meir. Why? Because he says that Chulun and Maser is like one thing. What's the point? The point is that we said big day Amha Aretz are measures for Purushim and Purushim for truma. But there's, so what are the distinctions we have? We have Amha Aretz, we have Prushim, and we have Truma. Those are the three levels. But the Prushim presumably would be treating, um, excuse me, but, but, but if you go by the distinction we, we made in our Mishnah, which is there's a difference between Chulin and Maser, so you should have had another level of distinction there in the end of the Mishnah, where the Brigadim of a people, let's say, who do things for Chulin, are measures for the, the, the clothing that people who do things for Maser, who think you keep two mantara for Maser. But since there's no distinction there between Chulun and Maser, it sounds like this follows the opinion of Rabbi Meir, who says, like, there's no difference. Yeah, Kachim, yes, is a distinction. Truma for sure is a distinction. But Chulun and Maser, not necessarily a distinction. Okay, so that would seem to be like, the Rabban, like Rabbi Meir. So Gemara says, so what are you going to say? Reisha, Rabbanan, the Savior, Rabbi Meir. What's well, the initial part, the opening part of the Mishnah? That's going to be like the Rabbanan who make the distinction. And then the later part of the Mishnah doesn't make the distinction. That follows Rabbi Meir. seems to be a little inconsistent. We don't really normally like to say that. Gemara says, in, yes, we can say it. It's okay. Reisha, Rabbanan, the Savior, Rabbi Meir. Yeah, we can say it. Don't worry about it. Okay. Gemara says, Rav Achabar Ada, Matne la Beseifa. Rav Achabar Ada taught in the Seifa, Chamesh Ma'alot. There are five different levels of understand of uh, of uh, of um what's it called being careful. Look at Rashi Chamesh Ma'alot right where the lines get wide in the Rashi Purushim Ve'ochle Maser Ve'ochle Truma Ve'ochle Kodesh Ve'chata. He said there's five different levels. There's Purushim, okay, who generally are considered Matara, but maybe only for Chulin. And there's those who eat Maser, those who eat Truma, those who eat Kachim and Korbanah, and they'll remember the Chatat, which is the waters of the uh, Paraduma. Umuki lakula kurabanan, Gemara says, and they established the five malot in the seifa, and therefore they established the entire Mishnah like the Rabbana, meaning the same Rabbana we said, whom distinguishes Chulun and Maser. So in the seifa of the Mishnah, um, Rabbi Achabar Ado also has that distinction. Maybe again, let's just make it clear. Um, we said the reason we said the Rashi's Rabbana seifa is Rabbi Meir is because we were saying that uh, our version of the Mishnah doesn't have a distinction between Chulun and Maser. But he's saying that Rabbi Barada does have such a distinction in the Mishnah. That is how his version of the Mishnah works, and therefore the whole Mishnah can be according to Rabbana.
Okay, let's go a little bit further just because it's a short omen. Amar of Mari, Rav Mari says, Shmamina chulen shenasu al tarat hakodesh kagodesh damu. So we can learn from here that if you treated chulen with taharat hakodesh, meaning that you were you you maintained a level of tahara that would normally be sufficient to be involved with and come into contact with kachim with korbanot, and you retain that level of of, of tahara even to interact with chulen. So that chulin is like Kodesh. It's like Kodesh. Look at Rashi. Shinasu al Tarat Kodesh. Last Rashi in the page. Adam Haragil Lechol Kodshim Mikabela Lav Lechol Chulav Betarat Kodesh. Kadeshiu Bnei Beitozi. He really became Betarat Kodesh. Person Kadosh will be Machmir. I'm going to treat everything like as if it's Kodshim, and then we're always, and that's going to be our standard. And then everything that comes there has to be like that. So do we treat that chulin therefore like Kodshim or not? So we say, he says, yes. Mimai, how do we know it? From where do we know this? So going to Kafum and Aleph. Midelokatani Bahu, Ma'ala. Because there's no Ma'ala specifically assigned to this type of thing. Meaning, the, the Mishnah makes a distinction between Truma and Maser and Chulin, and all those distinctions. But there's never a distinction about Chulin Hanasa Altarat Kodesh. So since that's never um, defined as a, spart- as a different type of thing, the assumption is, however you treat it, that's what it is. As opposed to, presumably, as opposed to, maybe say, yeah, Chulin is Nasa Altarat Kodesh. It's not the same status as Kajim. You could say maybe it's like, like Truma or something like that. Maybe it should be a step lower. But the assumption, we're saying here, the assumption is maybe no. Whatever Mari is saying, we see that Chulin, if it's not Saltari the Kodesh, it's going to be like Kodesh. Let's keep going. Gemara says, Vidyama hai to look at Tani Behu, Maila di Damala Truma, Hatani Truma, Vidamala Chulin, Hatani Lachulin. You say, well, maybe not. Maybe the reason, and it doesn't make any distinction in the Mishnah between, let's say, Maser Chulin, Maser Truma, and Chulin Hanas Altar at the Kodesh is that we already have those distinctions. So let's say, for example, if Chulin that's, that's treated like Kachim, or like with a level of Tara like Kachim, let's say it has the status of Truma. Let's say that. Okay, so we already have a we already have a, a statement in the Mishnah about Truma. Let's say it's treated like Maser. We already have a line in the Mishnah that talks about Maser. So you don't have to do something about Chulin Hanase, whatever, because the rules are already well defined. The Mishnah is not talking about that particular scenario because it doesn't have to because that's a separate issue. How do you actually treat it? That's all dealt with in the Mishnah right now, Okay, um, so Gemar answers. Um, one second. Mm-hmm. Right? So, uh, Titania is really in the Brayta. Chulun Shanaso, Tara the Kodesh, Arekachulun. So we have this Brayta that says explicitly this way that if you have Chulun that's treated with Tara the Kodesh, nonetheless it's still like Chulun. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Sadak, Omer, Harehen, Ke, Truma. Okay? He says it's like Truma. Okay, so the point is that it could be a few different things, but it's not a unique type of thing. It just fits into a different category, which is already discussed in our Mishnah. So Mari says, Elami Seva. So rather it could be from the Seva, perhaps. Why? It says, in the Seva in the Mishnah says, Yosem ben Yoezer hayach chasisha bekuna, vaitamid pachato medras le kodesh. We said, Yosem ben Yoezer, right, he was a chasid, a very pious person among the Kohenim, and his mipachat, his, uh, his, uh, what do you call it, like turban or uh, scarf, that was a medras for kodesh, because he treated things with Tarat Truma, but it was a medras for kodesh. Yochanan ben he would eat the Tara Takodesh all his days. Everything he touched was like a Tal Tara Takodesh. But nonetheless, his Mitpachat is a Medrash for Chatat. For Chatat. But the Gemara says, Le Chatat in, Le Kodesh Lo. Only for Chatat, the Me Chatat, the highest, highest level, yes, that's a Medrash for them. But for Kodesh, not. So even the so apparent Alma, Kasavar Chulash, Nasar, or Tara Takodesh, Ki Kodesh Damu. So it must be, we can infer that he thinks that Chulan is done al Tarat is also considered to be like Kodesh. Okay, we'll stop there. Shkoch.